This morning I'll just focus on our first reading from St. Paul to the Romans and then also our responsorial psalm. We see in our first reading uh, this theme of slavery and freedom. And it's really pretty much what I'm going to be speaking about this weekend. Now this weekend I'll be speaking to, in Lyons and in Newark. Uh, and it's the White Ribbon Against Pornography Week coming up starting this Sunday. And so the Catholic Daughters will be passing out these white ribbons. I think Father Walter might address the topic in his homily. He could, he could not. I'm not sure exactly what he's going to do. Uh, but I'm going to address that topic uh, head-on in Lyons and in Newark. And essentially my theme will be a theme about freedom. Okay, And that those who are involved in this industry, this industry of smut, there's a kind of a feeding chain of exploitation. You know, you've got women and children down at the bottom, then you've got men who consume this stuff, and then you've got the guys who produce it, and then you've got, on top of the guys who produce it, you've got the these geeks who are behind all of the internet capabilities that make this stuff possible nowadays. So <laughs> there's this huge feeding chain of tyranny, okay? And uh, no one in this chain of tyranny is free, all right, because they've subordinated their reason and their conscience to their passions. And that's what St. Paul is talking about here. Whenever our passions, our passions should be down here, our reason should be up here. Our passions, passions should be subordinate to and, and in obedience to our reason and our conscience. Whenever you take that relationship and you do this with it, you invert it, you flip it on its head, and you put the passions up here and the reason down here, well, you got slavery. And the human person is not free. The human person is not free. And we can thank God that in Jesus, that inversion can be put back correctly. And we can know freedom in Jesus, in Jesus. Got a really nice psalm here. I love this. This is the first psalm in the Psalter, so it's kind of like it sets the theme for the entire Psalter. And I wouldn't have seen this myself, but it's a traditional reading that I get from from uh, from our own Catholic tradition that the man being spoken about here, who uh, is blessed and he follows not the counsel of the wicked and he walks not in the way of sinners and he sits not in the company of the insolent, but he delights in the law of the Lord and he meditates in the law day and night, that man oftentimes is interpreted in our tradition as Jesus Christ himself, who is the ideal man. Okay? And so we see in this picture here of this ideal man such nobility and we see such freedom. Okay? It's so awesome. Jesus is the most free um, person who has ever walked on the earth. And even though Pontius Pilate had more power than Jesus, he didn't have more freedom. He didn't have more rights. He didn't have more authority. He didn't have uh, more um, nobility. Okay, and so even though the Romans and the Jewish authorities, so forth and so on, they were they were they exercised their power over Jesus in a tyrannical fashion. They were really slaves, and Jesus was the one who was free, because truth and goodness were at the center of everything that he did. Because he himself was the embodiment of truth and goodness. And the psalm goes on, He is like a tree planted uh, near running water that yields its fruit in due season. 
So if you think about what that means, that's neat. Think about a tree, and it's like, okay, it's about this time, it should be yielding its fruit, and lo and behold, we go out, and boom, there, it's doing it. It's great. It's reliable. It's something you can depend upon. So is Jesus for us. He's never going to let us down. If we want to be noble, if we want to be free, we can always depend upon him. We can go to him. He's that beautiful tree planted by the stream of the Holy Spirit, and he bears fruit in our hearts, the fruit of peace, the fruit of righteousness, the fruit of nobility, the fruit of freedom. So today, my brothers and sisters, we thank God. Uh, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And it's in him that we rejoice and thank God for the, for the gift of a restored order within our hearts. And so that we can be at peace with ourselves, peace with one another, and uh, at peace with God.